Welcome to another episode of Learn with Bestern, where we discuss the latest trends in leadership development, self-development, as well as well-being. There's so much information out there. We want to make sure we bring in the latest insights and research based on neuroscience and behavior change to give you the tools that you need to make a change in your personal and professional lives. Join us on a journey to learn more. We hope you enjoy this episode and don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with others that might find it helpful. This past year has caused a lot of disruption to the way that we work and also to the way that we learn. So whether it is in higher education or corporations, you know, we've kind of uprooted the way that we, we, we learn and gain knowledge and how do we actually communicate that knowledge to an audience again, whether for our employees or our students. And what we've seen recently is that companies and institutions are coming to us and saying, listen, you know, we really want to continue, you know, to educate and to kind of upskill our our audiences, but they're starting to realize that this whole approach of just taking whatever we're doing face-to-face to online doesn't work. It just doesn't. We cannot take a six to eight hour full day face-to-face and try to translate it the same way towards, you know, online virtual interactions using Zoom. It just simply does not work. We're getting to a point where Zoomed out, uh, the knowledge is not being transferred and people essentially just not learning. So there must be different ways that we can, in fact, do this. There must be alternative ways that we can engage, uh, you know, students and universities and employees and corporations to learn and upskill in this new virtual world that we're in. Elena, it goes even beyond the virtual world. So if we think about it, our brain, it is is like a little machine that cannot hold intensity of focus in order to retain knowledge. So already I have high doubts that the previous approach of eight hours or six hours of training was that awesome. So the the brain needs to have moments of recharge in order to digest the information. People retains better the information when uh, when we have the, the time to gather insights that something is relatable to us. So there needs to be some moments of intensity where you pass on knowledge Brain is focused, it's fresh, it goes into the uh, into a downside of recharging, it is generating insight so that we can store this information in the area, the long-term memory, if you want, inside of, uh, inside of the brain. So that is, uh, that is something that wasn't happening already in the physical world. Now, in the virtual world, a lot of corporations have, have started to understand that in Zoom, when you are in front of, you are in the virtual world, on top of that, on top of the focus that you need in order to acquire the knowledge, you need to be focused on all of these signals that we get from all of the elements that are surrounded in front of our screen. So we have the main presenter that we have to pay attention to the signals and it's for the, the brain is even more difficult to, to read and process all, all these movements, voices, tones that the the, uh, presenter is having, at the same time looking at the other faces, and at the same time being mindful that my image is broadcasted to 20 or 30 other people at the same time. 
all of this makes that the load of charges of information in our brain is super intense. So we pay even less attention. Now, the good things about the, the, the virtual world is that it has opened a lot of opportunities. So instead of having the, these long hours of learnings, we have shorter hours, of, uh, shorter hours of learning. And we can benefit, in fact, from the fact that technology offers us the possibility to read something, to be prepared to, to before this virtual live session. And the other thing is it allows us also that post-training have the holding hands to the attendant so that they don't just learn something, but they practice something. It's like having the possibility to give action, something that we didn't have before. You have the two days training, the one day training, and ciao, satisfaction survey, and see you, see you later. We know that they learn, and we can assume that. But this time, if I, corporations or higher education universities can pay for change of behaviors instead of paying for retention of just random knowledge that we erase. Think about, Elena, in our times when we were in university, we had an exam, we were just studying for that exam. Two minutes after the exam, everything that we learned was gone. So, but we live in a world where we want, we really want to have impact, we want to help people, and on top, the, the variety of learning material has changed. It's not anymore about, hey, I want to learn a soft skill or I want to have a new hard skill in, at work. We, more and more corporations and higher education are investing in this capacity of, of people in order to self-develop learning about how to manage stress, learning how to, uh, how to be more mindful, how to, how to be more self-aware uh, aware requires practice. Not the slides, not knowledge, practice, because it's a recurrent process that we need to have every single day in, 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 the, uh, in, in our organization in order to, to, be able to be capable to unleash our potential and be more capable in, in, uh, in difficult times. There is a lot of opportunities. There is tools. We have, we have gone to so many journeys with our customers in order to help them go and understand what are the options to redesign. It is that, that is not only about converting the old style material to the new and do it in virtual. But there are so many options that allow us really to unleash finally the potential of employees on the, on the way that the brain works. And this is awesome. It is a good opportunity, right? Absolutely.